Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, guys. We're on Season 2, Episode 10. Yeah. Took a little break over the Christmas holiday here and had a real good interview with Tyler Stubbs as our last episode, and that that thing just took off. Oh, man. I hope you guys really enjoyed it uh, as much as we did chatting with Tyler. Really appreciate him uh, taking the time. Yeah, and uh, you know he's really appreciative of that interview and and getting to interact with our our fans. He already heard from somebody. Yeah, a few folks heard us on the in. podcast and gave him a call. Yeah, Had where can I find Perch in the questions. Metro? Yep. Well, all you gotta do is give him a call and he'll he'll give you a lead on it. Absolutely, he's a good guy for that. So yep. that's pretty cool. But yeah, what are we uh, what are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, a little bit here in the intro, I want to talk about ice noise, but then primary uh, episode topic here after the break. Um, I want to, I got out on the ice, uh, what was that? Two days ago, three days ago, uh, out on Brushy Creek Lake. Yep. It's about an 800 acre lake, uh, here in, I'd say central Iowa, maybe just a hair north of central Iowa, but, uh, got out there, had found about four inches of ice and well, I mean, the lake's completely different. I mean, I fished it quite a few times, but yeah, it's, pretty uh, cool. it's dropped almost the lake levels cause it was a little bit of a droughty area up there this summer. Lake levels dropped about four feet. So basically fishing a new lake. Um, so chat a little bit about that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, sounds good. And then if, uh, you guys are following us on YouTube, you might notice we're going to try and get this video all the way through. Gosh, man. dang it, man. We've been, been a hell of a time struggling, struggling with the old, uh, video editing <laughs> slash equipment. It's so. not the editing. It's the equipment. Man. I edit it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> the edits turn out good of what footage we can get. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> oh yeah. We've gosh. been recording on an old iPhone. Yeah. This whole time and just made an upgrade. Yeah. So. Was that your last iPhone, Ben, or was that two iPhones ago? That's three iPhones. Ago. Oh, geez. Yeah, I mean, no wonder. Old. Yeah. But, hey, it got us through because we didn't want to spend a lot of money. Well, it kind of got us through. So, yeah, if you guys are following us on YouTube, you'll appreciate that because we do get a lot of views yep. on YouTube. And that's It's really definitely picking up. Picking yep. up lately. Really cool to watch. Yeah. So now we're running a, what, a Lumix? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Lumix. Lumix. So Panasonic. is that like a Panasonic? Is that made by Panasonic? Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah, so man, went down the rabbit hole on cameras. That was, that was oh something. geez, it's overwhelming. Oh so, my gosh! But it's it's like anything. I mean, ice fishing, you can do the same thing. We all know about that. Uh, I feel like camera stuff is like I just mean you know gear in general. Wonky. Oh, but, camera yeah. stuff. I'll be the first to tell you, I have no clue about it's it. It's crazy. But you watch enough YouTube videos, yeah, YouTube will be a you YouTube expert. Yep, yep. <laughs> so hopefully this will turn out good. Get some good audio, some good video put together, and. And keep cranking out content for you guys. It'll be exciting to get it out on the ice. Yep. You know, shoot shoot some uh, short clips or or some uh, some podcast episodes out there too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Oh, we got it a little bit on the Ankeny Pond here. Yep. Uh, earlier, um, and that kind of segues into the a little bit here on the ice noise. I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So so what kind of noise? What are you talking about here? Ice noise. Well, when we're, what what if someone's never been out on a lake? What are you yep. talking about? Ice noise. Well, when I'm talking ice noise, I mean, try to be as quiet as you can. Oh, noise while you're fishing. Yeah, noise. making noise while you're trying to fish. See, because on a different direction. We saw that. that. I don't know where else you'd the, be I was even going. The noise the ice makes. Oh, I don't Depending on that. different conditions. It either makes noise or it doesn't make noise. Yeah, but it can make different noise. It either makes ice building noise or it doesn't exactly. make any noise. But how do you know the difference? When That's you hear what noise, you're going to talk about. It's ice building noise. <laughs> but no, 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 but no. What if it's cracking underneath your feet? <laughs> Well, it's underneath your feet. <laughs> in uh, but uh, <laughs> so making noise that out later. Yeah, while uh, <laughs> while you're on a pond. 
Yeah. So if you're in shallow, I got you. So since I've had this panoptics, uh, one the first thing that's jumped out of me is how fish react to what you're doing or what's happening because mm-hmm. you can really see a pretty wide angle and you can see how fish are moving and what's going on. And when we were fishing some of these ponds and we were stuck in three, four, five feet of water, yeah. I mean, just saying, Ben, come look at this, Ben. Oh, here comes a fish, fish, fish. They would turn off. Like yeah. there's no other explanation for why that fish would turn off as quickly and as hard as it would if it didn't hear me yep. and it spooked it. Um, and then especially walking around um, and dragging the shack. That was freaking yeah. disaster. I never should have done that. That sure. was stupid. And what about like <laughs> spudding holes or spudding holes, holes, doing cutting holes, yep. everything. Same deal. Um, Interesting. And I mean, inevitably you're going to make some noise. You got to walk around. You got to drill holes. You got to check ice. But um, what I'd say is be ready to strap in for at least a half an hour after you're let everything calm down. Don't move and strap in for at least a half an hour before you expect to find fish coming back to you. Dang. And that's, that, what I'd that's say. that might be somewhat specific to a pond, sketchy kind of um, skittish fish. Anytime you're in anytime you're in shallow water, I think shallow water, it's, it's I mean, yep. Mississippi backwaters would be the same deal. Yep. Uh, ponds. Uh, like Clear Lake when you're fishing in the in the reeds. So no, no blaring your your stereo cranking out. No, nah, I wouldn't. Yeah, the old deal where your grandpa would tell you to be quiet while you're fishing isn't just so you shut up. <laughs> so it's, you can have a minute of peace. So the fish would actually bite. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yep, yep. So just be mindful of that. That's something I hadn't really thought about a whole lot until I had that panoptics where I could actually see what the fish are doing. Yeah, and I mean that makes sense. I mean they're. Yep. They're watching on the lookout for predators coming in, you know. Something freaks have out. sounds or. Yep. 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 That makes sense. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that, that was something that, man, we've just been so confined lately on some of these ponds. We're just finally now getting able to. Get on them. Get on the whole pond. Yep. Now we're actually really able to explore. The south end of the first 10 feet of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, geez. Just rough. Yeah. So all you guys up in Minnesota, pretty jealous. Yep. Because. We froze a pond pretty close, but not all the way. And then it thawed off again. And then it thawed, and then it froze a little bit more, and then it's like just now getting decent. So Now we could go all over. It's supposed to be about eight tonight, so yep. that'll, I mean, there's eight inches of snow yep. on top, but it'll still make ice. Yep, that'll help out a lot. Yep. So, cool. Well, we'll talk about uh, Brushy Creek and other couple things coming up. I did get on the ice today, oh. too, I guess. We could talk a little bit about that also. Well, but. okay. All right. No, I don't need to talk about it now. Sorry. Well, I yeah. After, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt your extra. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, that's all coming up next on The Short Rod Show. Hey, Ben. So I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out? Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing. And they really specialize in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the internet. Really? I mean, they'll work with any business. Um, They're really looking to expand. And if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the the Short Rod Show, you can get 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com. And tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, 
And we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us through the break there. Uh, Before we dive in, we're talking about Brushy Creek Lake today. Yep. Outing that Brett took uh, out there in the last couple days and then also was out fishing here today. Um, Wanted to give a shout out to another podcast that we listened to. Uh, We kind of got hooked up with these guys and started uh, talking about some upcoming projects we're working on. And it's cool to, uh, to talk with others in the podcast world. Especially, yeah, the fishing world. Fishing podcast world, definitely. So uh, if you guys, um, you know, I would assume you're out listening to other podcasts, but if you're not, you really should go out, see what else is out there. Um, this podcast is called Beer Fish Fanatics. Yep. And a couple guys from the uh, central Iowa area. It's well, Des cool. Moines. Yep, Des Moines area. Yep. Um, they put this podcast out. They started in May, and they crank episodes out every week. Yeah, all the way through. One every Monday, I think. Every Monday. Yep. So yeah, go check them out. Um, two cool guys, Grandy from Ma Pop Fishing. Yep. And then also uh, Kit from Fishing Kit. And they get some killer guests. I oh, mean, man. on the, our podcast, you just listen to us mostly drone on, and we'll get a guest or two. Where it, theirs is every episode's a guest, so it's pretty interesting. Yep. Uh, getting other people's perspective, and they got they have a good mix of craft beer talk and fishing talk. Yep, their guests are usually fishing related. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they're not. I think that's awesome. Yep. I mean, just a good variety of guests. Yeah, they got a good show going on over there. Cool. So give them, go over and give them a listen. They're on all the major podcast platforms. They have YouTube. a great, yep, great YouTube presence as well. So go check them out. So uh, another quick shout out to you. I was talking with a uh, uh, couple people here this past week, um, and really made me realize kind of our our scope. You know, even within somewhat of our friends group, but um, shout out to Alex over in Cedar Falls. He's, (laughs) he is just organizing the heck out of his ice setup. So he said, uh, Santa was real good to him this year. He got all kinds of gear and just, uh, you know, I met Alex last year for the first time and, and he had only been out, you know, a couple times, basically just picking up tips off the podcast. So really he's out. Yep. Dang. He, He got into it. Um, and he's way into it now. Um, and he's out, out ice fishing and so I how do, long has he been fishing? Sorry. I, I think, well, I think he's been fishing longer than well, that. Well, ice Just fishing, I mean. Ice fishing. Sorry. Not long at all. I mean, we should go out with, get out with him sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and Alex, if you're listening, which I'm sure you do, you catch these episodes probably. Yeah. He likes two, everything. I know. In two minutes. I know I've seen out. him liking base. He likes basically everything that we post on That's Facebook. Awesome. <laughs> he's a good dude if, if you're listening alex send us some pictures of that milwaukee pack out yep kit so alex has a pretty interesting organization set up so I'm he's on, in cedar falls let's see what that's about yeah we need to get back to your stomping grounds and see if you can't go fishing with there them. you go we know some, he's he's on some good spots what i'd love to do is get right back now. out to that quarry that we were on mm-hmm. uh oh yeah catch catfishing in the middle of the night yeah that was sweet yep i don't know where we, i have no it's just north of town i have no idea where that was at but yeah, it was cool. Hike back in there, 60 yep. feet of clear water. That was a good time. Yep. Good stuff. Well, cool. So we're talking about Brushy Creek. So yep. this is a reservoir. And I think actually they, they're draining it to do some uh, spillway work. Is that what's happening yeah. with it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't go down to the spillway, so I don't know. All I could see was on the trees, like 
Oh man, up to my neck. You could see where the water, normal water line is, and then yeah, it was down. So I was like, Holy I saw crap. one guy on Facebook said he hadn't seen it that low since they started filling it. Well, of course, if they're doing spillway work, you know, they they, it's never been dropped that much. They wouldn't so. know, but yeah, this would be an interesting lake this year, just being. Well, totally it's gonna be completely different, different. Yep. because prior to that, you know, I mean, depth is different in this in your normal areas, uh, which makes a huge difference on brushy, um, and then some areas are the the. The brush piles aren't as deep or they're exposed, so that makes a massive difference. Yep. But uh, let's rewind a little bit here and describe the lake a little bit. Yeah, so what is brushy? Because we have a lot of folks that are <laughs> not in the area or probably will never fish brushy. Yeah, a lot or of people that know it. about it, too, not lot, even from Iowa. Holy That's shit, yeah, a pile of people do. Uh, so what Brushy Creek Lake is, 800-acre lake, um, dammed up reservoir sort of deal, um, where the, it was just a ravine, like a timber ravine, and the DNR was like, yep, yeah, let's strap a... Dam across this sucker and fill her up. And they just left all the trees in it. They left all the junk. Oh, I wouldn't say junk. It's good. It's good structure. Oh, yeah. Um, and there are some structure. massive walleyes, muskie, and catfish in that mm-hmm. lake. But they are a extremely difficult to catch. Yep. Um, and that and the reason for that is just because of all the structure and brush and everything. It's, it's, it's not somewhere we can go, hey, I want to go. I'm going to go fish this point. And you can... Yep. lock them down i mean it's, it's very complex yeah sure. there's a heck it's a complex piece of uh water um anywhere from three feet to 70 feet mm-hmm. um and i mean there's still trees sticking out you know that deep and out that deep of water and then there's water you got a heck of a water column and then you also have a lot of structure to them mm-hmm. so um there's a lot of thinking a lot of work that goes on in uh figuring that out but uh yeah let's rewind let's go all the way to the, the, the beginning of my day so i ran up there um, eh, it's probably about eight o'clock, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna I want to swing by, spud that lake quick, and see see if, see if I got good ice." And then I run up to Duncan Gas and Grocery, and grab Duncan. my bait because that's where I like to grab my yes, bait sir. every year. That's where I go load up on bait. Um, that dude, and when I went in there, he was sifting through bait to make sure that everything's good that goes in those tubs that you buy. Just it was, through it was so much better than buying them at Fleet Farmer. Awesome. Anything like that. I mean, most bait shops probably are already doing that, but I just like going up there. I'm going to go up to Brushy and check it out anyways. I like fishing that lake a lot just because I'm more of a structure kind of guy anyways. Mm-hmm. That, I mean. Well, and it's and it's a challenge. Oh, it's a challenge and a half, but there it, there there's some hellacious rewards in that mm-hmm. lake. Uh, so I got there and I went to go spud it and I'm like, there's already like eight vehicles in the parking lot. And I'm like, holy shit. On that north ramp, like, yeah, on the north boat down ramp at the bottom. Yep, yep, they're all yeah. down there on the north boat ramp. So I'm like, all right, well, whip it in there, and there's a guy getting his pants on or his, <laughs> his bibs on. Yeah, put his pants. On. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you got Scared any thoughts on uh, how th- how thick the ice is out there? And he's like, yeah, uh, buddy's out there right now. He says about four inches. And I'm like, sweet. So I run up to dunk them, get minnows, get wax worms. Mm-hmm. I wanted red spikes also, just try them since everybody else says oh, yeah. seems to say, yeah. but he hadn't gotten them in yet for the year. So it loaded up on bait, came back down. It's probably about 10 o'clock by now. Um, I mean, not a great time for a bite in the first place. Yeah. Um, so well, I, the, the whole daycare, dropping yep. the kid off, running around. It's an hour, what, an hour and a half? About an hour. There. About almost right, oh, dead an nuts hour. an hour okay. to get uh, get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, We're not getting on the morning bite. No, no, no. Not that Which way. the twilight periods are definitely worth that on brushing. Um, so I went and I already had a little bit of an inclination of where I wanted to go and, you know, with thin ice i'm not going to go very far just because you don't know especially out there on brush because there is a creek that runs through it 
usually it has pretty good flow this year. Obviously it didn't since I spillway work. Um, so I went off the boat ramp, uh, took a left up into the, uh, one arm into the east arm of Brushy Creek, which is, I'm not afraid to say that just because it's a very popular area oh, yeah. of fish. Yep. It's not like I'm, that north boat ramp is the most popular area to fish. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like I'm giving away any spots here. You don't even need your Iowa fish finder. No, no, no. You just walk right into the people. Uh, <laughs> it's just early ice, so there weren't that many people out there in the first place. So, you're still able to fish some of those spots. But, yep. so what I got out there, and I'm usually where I try to fish along is I'm very channel oriented. So, wherever I'm looking to fish, I want to be close to that creek channel that's going through the lake. Um, and especially on Brushy, and I think quite a few other lakes too, is I, I'm looking for areas that are that have several bits of structure coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Brushy, that can be a little bit difficult to s- decipher just because there is so much structure. But um, first and foremost, I'm looking for anything that's close to or adjacent to that creek channel. Yep. Um, then either I'm looking for uh, very complex trees that are coming out because there's just there's just trees sticking out of the water all over the place. Yep. I mean, if you were just to show up there without a lake map and you were just like, oh, where am I going to go fish? You'd be hosed yep. because you wouldn't know where to go or what to do. Um, so what I look for first is complex trees. So not just one branch or trunk sticking out of the top going through the water column. I want something that's got a bunch of branches coming off of it, um, close adjacent to that creek channel. Um, and I'm really looking for any fish, mm-hmm. um, not just walleyes, not just perch. Um I guess I kind of live by the by the thought of still, you know, 90% of the fish live in 10% of the water. Uh, so, I mean, maybe I'm catching perch in this perch or crappies in this one particular spot, yep. but I don't think I have to go very far to find walleyes if I wanted to try yeah. to get after walleye. And, and brushy, we've been on that before. Where, where you, you catch just, the same thing out of the same. You never know what you're going to catch. You catch four different species out of one hole. Yep. I mean, there was that time. Musky included. Last year when we, yeah, right <laughs> in that same area. Mm-hmm. We've got walleye, crappies, bluegills, perch, and a muskie. Yep. All within, I bet, 15 foot, 20 yep. foot radius. Yep. Super like, cool. It's, yeah, you don't have to travel far to go find different species of fish. They're all just mixed in amongst each other. Yep. Um, where, the food's at, where the food's at, they're all there. Yep. But, so I took off out that way, and when I first got out there and I started kind of probing around, I'm like, man, I'm not really seeing much with that panoptic, still kind of getting used to that. Uh, trying to look at trees and stuff, it's about worthless. Yeah. Uh, just because it's all just so dense in there, um, you can't really decipher what's what. You yeah. can see if things are moving around because the that redness will move around a little bit mm-hmm. and stuff. And you're like, oh, well, there's obviously something in there. Yeah. I just don't know how big it is or yep. how many of it. Now, like live scope would probably see that. Yeah, you might be able to see detail, that in there. Like a, you see a branch coming off yeah. this way and one off the other way. And yep. yep. Yeah, it's just so what to, I did. Hard to tell. Um, so eventually after, I don't know, I'd say probably an hour of just trying to dink around and fish like I normally would have with my regular, uh, uh, flasher where I just kind of drill around, um, and fish next to some of the, some of the trees and stuff that are, that have a lot of branches coming out of them and see what I could find. I started, I just drilled pump, punch a hole. And so this has been my panoptics tactic so far this, so far this season is I'd punch one hole. I'd send it down. I'd do the front, the forward view, and I'd and I'd look for points of interest. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe to my left, forty feet, there's something that looks like fish. It might be structure. It might be something. But that there's a point of interest forty feet to my left. I'll walk over there, punch a hole. I'll come back to the panoptics and I'll keep scanning, and I'll be like, okay, there's another point of interest maybe straight ahead of me, twenty feet. 
let's punch a hole there. And then I'll come back and punch a hole maybe behind me 40 feet. Mm -hmm. Walk it out, punch a hole there. And then I'll look and be like, well, which one was my favorite one? Which one do I think might have have the best potential? I'll go to that one. And then I'll do the same thing as I'll scan out ahead because likely that drilling the hole and back to the ice noise is likely what I just drilled scattered fish Mm -hmm. or scattered anything that I thought was going to be there. So we want to let that kind of sit there and hang out for a little bit before I go fish it again. Um, and it actually worked out pretty darn well. Sweet. Um, I had to do that probably from the first hole I punched, did this little spider web thing where I drilled some targeted holes, did that again, did another forward view look. Well, yeah, it didn't turn out to be anything. It's just structure kind yep. of stuff the first time. The second time found a few small bluegills, did that again. And then I started finding some real structure. Um, and what really helped me out there was finding, uh, Still working close to that creek channel was I was able to see submerged trees that are not sticking out of the top. There you go. And that yep. was the key. Yep. That's where I started finding the real fish, not yep. just the little four-inch bluegills, not the three-inch perch, was being able to find timber that was not sticking out where everybody else was fishing. Sure. And that's that's kind of the thing where, I guess, my question to you, what I've been really curious on. Okay, so you're, you know, you fished without panoptics for – Yep. 10 years. Yep. Okay. And then you got panoptics this year. Is that changing where you are going fishing? So in, when we were on brushy before, we have kind of our spots where yep. we know where there's some fish. Yep. And so we'd go there, you know, throw our transducer down, scope it out. Sometimes you can tell if it's a br- if it's a you know piece of brush or a, or a limb sticking off one angle, or it's hard to tell what's a brush pile or what's a tree and what's fish. Yep. Uh, but we have had our spots, and most of those were going off of a tree. All right, yep. you look at a tree. Okay, this one looks like it's probably got a lot of offshoots. Got a lot, yeah, a lot yep. going on. So yep. does that change where where you're at? Fishing? Um, I'd say probably location wise, no. So my first thing I did, and I should have mentioned that earlier, as I did with the Crick Channel, is I'm looking at that map first, and that's what I did before. Mm-hmm. And well, I didn't go to our normal spots because the ice was sketch over there so i had to kind of okay, yep. navigate yep. some new area but i'd look at there and i'd be like all right there's a steep drop off here oh there's a little point that comes off here you know whatever um and then that then i'd start my search then i'd drill my hole and then i'd do my forward view um, so i'd go to the point of interest first and then i'd let sure. the pen optics kind of tell me where to go after that fine tune it yep yep cool. where before the tactic was grid out punch a pile of holes yep and go see what where the fish are at um, where now I'm starting to see a lot more ice, ice noise. That's where, my, mm-hmm. again, on kind of on the front of my mind right now is the ice noise and punching holes and walking around and making all this racket. You definitely see that with the pan optics is I can point it at the spot. I want to go, uh, punch a hole in. I'll go punch that hole and I come back and look and those fish aren't there anymore. Yep. And that's in 20 foot of water. Wow. Uh, I mean. So that kind of makes a big difference. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, eventually they come back, mm-hmm. but like I said, you got to kind of let it stew and sit there for a little yep. bit and see what happens. So yeah, maybe that, I mean, that's, that's a case right there to be made for getting out away from the crowds. Yep. You yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Getting away from, away get from, away from, from the noise from the people. or get on the edge of the noise. Mm-hmm. So if there's a, if you see a, you know, a village out there or see 10 guys kind of fishing in an area yep. and you're like, well, that area does look good looking on the map. Pull off of that a little ways. Pull off of that 50, 100 feet, and then start looking for fish. Yep. Um, and a lot of times they'll still be in the area. They're just 
yeah, they're pulled off off that structure. Yep. Um, tell us about a uh, uh, musky sighting. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez, that, that was crazy. <laughs> that's something that you don't see all the time. Yeah, that's so that's something that's really unique to brushy. I was I, I there's a pile of uh yeah there's a lot of muskies. But I mean around here, you, I mean, yeah yeah you don't run into Big a lot Creek, of muskies. Maybe, but yeah, I think you have a lot better shot of seeing what brushy. Yeah, oh definitely. Yep. yep. Uh, so I was in the shack. Um, I was over a small bit of structure. Uh, I would assume they were uh, some short trees or something that had fallen down or a bush or something. Uh, and I was catching a few crappies, a couple bluegills, um, eight, nine, ten inch, or not ten inch, eight or nine inch bluegills, a couple crappies. Um, and I look over, so I have my setup in my shack is I'll set, I'll drill three holes now. It's the okay. automatic setup. So I'll drill a jigging hole, panoptics hole, and a dead stick hole. And I look over to the dead stick side, and then I, all of a sudden I just see, like, very slowly this thing going right underneath the ice right past my hole. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's musky over there. So I'm watching. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Do I try to catch it? Do I try to, what do I need to do? Do I need to take a picture of this thing? So yeah. uh, catching it, I don't think was going to happen anyways. It was just the way, for as slow as it was moving, I mean, there couldn't have been more than an <laughs> inch between it yeah. and the bottom of the ice. It, it may or may not have gone after a cadis. And I bet it was. I don't know. If I was going to guess, it was going so slow, and I could only see so much of it. Like, I couldn't see. I could only see maybe 10 inches at a time. Yep. And it was going so slow. <laughs> I don't know how exactly how long it was. I'd venture guess mid-30s. It wasn't nice. huge, but it was good fish. Yep. Um, so I grabbed the camera, snapped a p- quick picture of its one fin, and that's about all you could see of it. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of sweet. That's cool. Big fish still lurking around down there. Yep. Uh, yeah. That was another interesting thing with running that that panoptics down there and around is you can really see a lot of fish movement and a lot of what's going on down there, even if you're not catching the fish, which yeah. is I think is very valuable. Yeah. You can see which way they're coming from, where they're going, um, and one thing that's really surprised me is how quickly, how fast fish are moving under the water. Yeah, I mean I've had them where they just when they'll come into up, your bait and they'll turn it. right away from it, or they'll just fly right up to that bait. Like yep. it's it's been interesting uh seeing those reactions on the screen what was uh what was your go-to presentation that day the uh rattling flyer the blue one blue with silver back yeah yep yep the Uh, ocean looking in a minnow head (laughs) that was my most productive bait uh cadis did all right it caught a lot of small ones that's why i upsized to run the run the rattling flyer uh yep then yeah, minnow head. I tried to run a live minnow and dead stick it, but nothing really. No, nope. really took it. No, nope. yeah. And then I was out there from what? I got there. Yeah, probably ten. Got set up. Started moving around. Actually fishing. And I think I left there about six. That Dang, that's pretty good. So day. I, well, I wanted to make sure I fished the nighttime. Yep. Twilight bite. Was there still people out there when you were out? There? Yeah, I bet there were maybe five or six people out there still. So. Diehards. A couple people came in right as I was leaving. Which really made me wonder what the heck's going on. Maybe I should be out there later. I mean, I yeah. had to go home anyways, but. Do an overnight trip. Maybe we should do some late night fishing. But anytime I've been out there late, late night, then the bugs get so thick on the bottom that you can't see what you're fishing for anyways. Yep. But. Yep. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Not a not a ton of fish caught, but a lot of learning. Did mm-hmm. a lot of learning out there. Well, that's good. And there's, there's something to be said, too. I know. I'm sure you guys have done that, too, but. When you can get out by yourself and just go out, do your own thing, have yep. fun. Yep. 
There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yep. Get out I there. Didn't get, I didn't get on. to go. I don't feel bad one bit because you, you had a great yeah, time. Yeah, but you were jealous. I was jealous. <laughs> get to see a muskie and I actually got a picture of it. Yeah. Close snap. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Brett, so Brushy Creek's pretty cool. Cool That's, fishery. It's that a cool, have. yeah. It's cool. Access to water. Yeah. Um, you know, Brushy and, and Big Creek are kind of similar in some ways. And yeah. they get compared a lot, but they are totally, they fish totally different. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, they don't have the, Big Creek just doesn't have the trees in it. Yeah. I mean, it, it has some, but not. Well, brush piles. Yeah, not, yeah. not the same. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And then, then you, uh, yeah, go ahead. Got out a little bit today. Yep. <clears throat> Long, actually, I was out there for probably, I meant to go out only for about four hours, and I was out there for about six. I can't believe you actually stayed in one spot for that long. Well, I didn't. I stayed on one lake. I didn't stay in one spot. <laughs> I got that spot, bounced over to that uh, brush pile you were talking about. Then I yep. bounced back over to the other direction towards those culverts. Yep. Uh, found another brush pile down there. Unknown brush pile down there. Oh, uh, and that's, where the I, map that's where I caught, started catching piece. most of my fish. So <laughs> today I got out here in Ankeny. Um, a lot of people and I myself were pretty concerned about the amount of snow we got and how yeah. the ice was going to hold up. But honestly, I found about four inches of ice, which I was pretty excited. Pretty surprised yeah. to see and excited yeah obviously the snow you know sags it a little bit so then you got water pumping out the top but maybe that'll make it better now is that tonight it's going to get eight degrees so that'll freeze solid tonight yep. i would think give it a little extra top ice yeah yeah <laughs> yep yeah but yeah there's there's a couple ponds so it's funny because i was driving back from menards and there's like i have the ponds pegged to where i can see see where you need if, to if look. i go a certain route yeah on 18th Street there, I can see, you know, bunch of six them. different ponds uh, on my way. And that's how I found those other guys fishing yeah. the other day. And then I'm driving back from Menards, and I look over, and I see this pickup sitting <laughs> off over by where you'd park if you were fishing this pond. I'm like, that son of a bitch. He's that over there just fishing. like Brett. <laughs> so roll up on him and see, what, see what's happening. And yeah. it's crazy that they're – so we had fresh snow yesterday. Yeah, that really kind of killed the bite, I think. And I don't know, six eight inches probably. Yeah, eight at least. And there's a there's two tracks. There's a guy running right up to the uh, entrance of the the inlet. Jesus, yeah, doing was, a snow angel. That was bad. <laughs> then, I, I wasn't there for it. I mean, the the tracks were just there, but but man, you, that was you dangerous. Talk about yeah, that's Holy really smokes. You, who knows what that ice is gonna look like up there especially where you could see there's the water. open water yeah, you could see open right water. there and somebody's going up at some point just doing that Jeez, yeah that was crazy yeah not good but otherwise i mean i felt pretty safe but they didn't know that they didn't have spud bar they were just walking out yep. there. but it's pretty impressive the amount of like if somebody sees other people out there they'll just do it they'll just go out there and just assume everything's fine yeah and that that's where you get into trouble yep that's where you're going through a thin spot or yep like we saw on, the, on that lake we we're at last weekend yeah and that guy just, just walked right up to us yep he's like how thick is it over there <laughs> well we're uh, sitting on about four and you could obviously see the ridge that we were on yeah and then he's like oh well i'm only on two and a half over here it's a little sketchy for me so he just cuts across and walks right up Continues to us like, walking like holy shit guy you're just so it's obviously not that sketchy if you're just walking on it yeah no yeah. safety gear at all nah yeah just walked yep. out in his yep. boots and jacket just run out Jeez, what a deal so yeah, we got a little another trip up to Brushy planned. So we'll have Brushy another on update, Sunday. Another update for you guys after that. Hopefully that goes. Well. Yeah, I think I got a little different game plan for that as I went. 
I think I could have got a better bite if I was running some perch colored stuff. Yep. I think. You didn't have a perch? I got one perch colored buckshot. You don't have a red and flyer perch? No. Did I get you that for Christmas? No, it was like a red <laughs> copper one. You Dang got it. Me. Yeah, they probably sold, they but sold those right away. Dang it. I should have ran the, uh, well, I didn't have those at that time. I didn't know that that was in the bag at that time. Organization is key. Yeah. It's knowing what you bag. got. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know. But those uh, perch stalkers, I'm kind of pumped to get yes. those out. Yep. The glow one. I didn't know they made a glow yep. one. I'm kind of jazzed for that. There you go. See how it does. That'll be cool. Yeah. So I, I want to try out. So that bag right behind you up there, I want to bust that out here and get that ready. Mm-hmm. Those jigs. Oh, yeah. All the custom jigs. Yeah. Nice. Try those out. I don't know. Try something a little bit different. Get some Chinese jigs for Christmas for my brother. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see how sharp those hooks are. They stuck into my thumb pretty good trying to pull them mm. out of the package. Can't nice. be too bad. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. So yeah, I don't have anything else to say. No, that's all you got. <laughs> I mean, we're in the thick of the ice season now. This I know. Is what we are, we're always talking about ramping up, waiting for. I know. to get out and, and get after it. Yeah, so. we're going to get out and get after Brushy. I'm excited to do uh, try another uh, another trip over out east, too, in February. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Do Again, that. Do some backwaters. I uh, actually talked to a guy at work. He was up on uh, Pool 9, Pool 8, Pool 8 of the Mississippi. Getting, in the that's north. That's north of 9, right? Yeah. Yep. In the backwaters. Just, uh, he took his kid. He's, I think his daughter went with him. And she's got to be like three or four. Yeah. So, yeah. Access it right from shore. Walked right out. Ooh, nice. Uh, bluegills, crappies, perch, and two northerns. In like a mor- in a morning, so that's a day that got me all jazzed up for backwater fishing. So I asked him too. I was like, "So how far did you have to go to get out?" He's like, "Oh no, just walked right off the shore. Just walked right out, there. right out there. Nice. That's awesome. That's a deal I don't know anything about. I know that's such a cool, a cool thing to try. Yeah, that'll be sweet. But yeah, river river fishing, reservoir fishing like this in a bigger body of water, it's anything goes. All yeah. kinds of species. It's not just yeah, uh, bluegills. And yeah, I would like to try to figure out how to get a little, little bit more on the walleyes up there because there are some nice, they're ni- dang mm-hmm. nice walleye in brush yeah. in brushy, but I don't think they're quite as easy to catch as you'd like them to be. Yeah. The DNR says take them all out, eat them all. Some hog, hog <laughs> daddies in there. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we ought to be able to do a little more exploring. Hopefully, yeah, with as cold as it is now, I'd be surprised if we can't run at least walk the whole lake on Sunday. Yeah. Are we taking the quad? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Probably think be enough by then. Well, we could take it along; it fits. But I don't know. I don't know how safe that would be. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to do a little spudding, advanced spudding. <laughs> what do they say? Six inches for quads, ten inches for quads. Oh yeah, five for snowmobiles. Oh yeah, well yeah, we'll be fine then. There was four where I was at, but I don't know how far it goes down there. But it it does help when you're not running a thousand cc mega quad. Well, that's true. You're only running, that quad only weighs 200 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's true. Yeah. So we'll have to check it out, spud it a little bit, see yep. how it goes. Yep. We stopped at the bait shop before we go. Yeah, I guess have good minnows. Good. I brushy know. always needs minnows on Brushy. We'll we'll do our best to support a local business like that. That's pretty cool. Because I'm pretty much, yeah, I catch crappies and I catch bluegills and I catch perch, but I'm almost always after walleyes on Brushy. And we do usually catch a lot of them. That yep. during that tournament, we couldn't get out of freaking yep. walleyes. They weren't real big, but it's like, dang it. Yep. <laughs> right when you don't need them, panfish tournament. Yeah, catching walleyes. Any other yeah. time, 
can't catch them. No, can't catch nothing. <laughs> Go figure. So if you can't pick up a muskie while we're out there. Exactly. That'd be sweet. Yep, that'll be fun. Cool. Well, keep the comments coming, guys. Keep the messages coming. Uh, you know, just been pretty cool seeing all the response we get from people that oh, yeah. have never been out fishing. They're looking for tips. Um, you know, throw that up on our Facebook page. Our our listeners can help too and yep. chime in. There's a whole wealth of ice fishing knowledge that we're kind of gathering together in a whole group of people. Yep. Uh, with the short rod show, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that'll teach you all kinds of new ways of of looking at things. I've sure learned a lot. Oh my gosh, yeah. Since we started this. Yep. So it's pretty crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, we'll keep cranking out episodes. We got a whole winter winter left, and we're just getting into the we're meat, just the getting meaty started part now. fishing. So, yeah, going forward, it'll be more where we're fishing, structure. But I mean, previously we've been all gear, yep, and stuff, and yep. So now I'm getting excited to Actually talk get about to use that gear, talk about structure, talk about where we're fishing, what 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 we're using, how fish are reacting, yep, moods, that sort of stuff. I'm yeah, that's pumped. kind of the fine tuning stuff that it's hard to hard to learn hard to get it's really it's really situational yep um but i think that's the beauty of podcast is that you have the opportunity to really dive into an individual situation which i think is pretty sweet yep pretty cool well that's coming up on the short rod show (laughs) there you go